for the most part, I actually really didn't like it because it was hard. But I think I just fell in love with being outside of what I was used to. Our kangaroos and wallabies, they spook all the deer, usually because they all see us first. And then the deer will be like, what, what, what's going on? Oh, okay, we're running. So I'm talking about our passes to get into the Western Hunt Expo. I even wrote in the email, Kimmy Greentree. And it just says Kim Greentree. And I'm like, who the f is that? Like at the beginning, I was just like, why did you post it? It's disgusting. And now I'm just like, oh, I hate that photo, but whatever. I think that it's really weird that when people are like, oh my God, you're so inspiring. And watching everything that I do, I'm just like, I just don't get it. People are so scared of doing stuff that they're not used to doing. So once you push past that, you actually crave doing stuff that you're not used to doing. Hi, I'm Kimmy Greentree, and you're listening to Living Country in the City. Y'all ready for your dose of flyover state spirit? Straight from the concrete jungle? Well, put down your latte and pull on your boots. It's time for Living Country in the City. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. MidwayUSA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hey all, welcome to episode 103 of Living Country in the City. Once again, quick reminder that in the next couple of weeks, Living Country in the City will be rebranding to the Wild Initiative. So keep an eye out for that. Don't be surprised when the logo and the name and the intro and, well, pretty much everything except for the same awesome content coming out week after week. So y'all, make sure you keep an eye out for the Wild Initiative. So getting on to today's episode, back at Hunt Expo, I got a chance to sit down with the one and only Kimmy Greentree. Y'all, we had an awesome time. I'm talking about family and hunting and first harvest. So I really hope you all enjoy today's episode with Kimmy Greentree. All right. Well, here we are, another episode of Living Country in the City. Before we get going, I want to say a big thank you to Sawyer Products for their continual support of the podcast. Would not be able to do this without them. Make sure you all check them out at Sawyer.com. So if you guys cannot hear all the clamor and the duck calling and elk calling in the background, um, yeah, I, you know, there hasn't been quite as much uh, aggressive elk calling this year, but it's only Thursday. It is only Thursday, so it's pretty quiet. There's a lot of kids here for some reason. I didn't notice yeah. this many kids last year when I was here, which I guess is kind of good because it's like, let's get the next generation mm -hmm. sort of excited. For it feels like school groups almost have come out. Like, like, like uh, I've noticed two or three of we these would, groups. In Australia, we would say like an excursion, but I mm -hmm. think you guys call it a... Field trip. Field trip. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Is it, yeah. is it... So what else? Is it like holiday over there or is it vacation? Oh, holiday. Holiday. Okay. Yeah. We're kind of British. We're a little bit yeah. British. I think it's, you know... Yeah. That's, that's well, you're all, how you're all we British started. criminals, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that how exactly. <laughs> Although, not me. I'm only just like Australian. So my par my dad was born in England. Okay. And so my mum was born in Australia, but her family, like her parents were born in England. So I'm not that far gotcha. removed from, from England. And okay. I wasn't a convict. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, you know, I could, we could make this really, really confusing. I could do, I lived in Ireland for a year. I could do my Irish right. accent. And we I could wouldn't just understand you. Completely uh, okay, you do your Irish accent and I'll do my British accent. Okay. And then people will hate us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we're having a great time out hunting. So, and uh, these mingers come up to us and one's like, I saw this banger buck, boy. I'll tell you what, so. And uh, <laughs> I was sneaking up on it, but boy, I was knackered drunk. You wouldn't f believe it, so. 
Uh, oh, my God. Team. You're very, <laughs> very good at it. <laughs> I have to be a special kind of drunk to, s to do my British accent. I don't know. So. We, we may have to do a continuance of this podcast at some point this evening, depending on where you all end up. Okay. Or at least do like an uh, Instagram story or something. Yes. Yeah. We'll, that will be good. We'll do a nice little Instagram story follow-up to, okay. uh, to the okay. podcast. And I'll do my British <laughs> accent. There we go. Totally. But, well, if you guys haven't figured this out by now, we are at the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo. And if you can't tell by the accent, I <laughs> <laughs> am here with the one and only Kimmy Greentree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yes. Kimmy, one thing I always like to start out with is uh -huh. just an intro, a little introduction about yourself and how, um, how did you really get introduced into hunting? Because you don't have a long storied background. In no, it. no. Um, so, a little bit about myself, like I'm sort of in the later part of my life, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, um, no, I met this guy like about nearly 20 years ago and he was like oh um i hunt and i'm like what what's that <laughs> and he's like no i like i shoot a bow and arrow and i hunt things and i'm like i was just like no uh, yeah <laughs> i was lost for words and then that's weird who does things like that? i know i know well because i'm such a city i was you know, brought up in yeah. the suburbs, city girl, went camping a little bit when I was a kid and stuff like that, but not really, like, you know, in a trailer. Yeah, got a cement a, block yeah. with some grass next and to it. And there's toilets and facilities mm -hmm. and all that. So not too far removed from, you know, normal house type situation. And it was awesome. Like, I loved my childhood, but um, yeah, so when I met this one, Everything changed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really in, like, once I learned about it and everything like that, it was always like, oh, that's Adam's thing. Um, not that there was anything wrong with that. It was just not anything that I was, like, happy to sort of do with him or mm -hmm. anything. like. I wasn't interested, basically, in anything like that. And um, so when he went to... It was on his first elk hunt, whenever that was. I think it was about six years ago. And he was in New Mexico, and he's pretty good with the camera and taking photos and documenting what he does. And when he got home, he was showing me all these photos on, like, of um, Indian petroglyphs and mm -hmm. um, on the top of mesas and sunsets and just amazing stuff. And I'm like... Well, this is fucked. I want to <laughs> see this too. I want to see what you get to see and experience what you have been experiencing. Like, not that I regret not, like, having kids and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, that was primarily what I wanted at the time. You know, I just wanted mm -hmm. to get married and have be a mom and have babies and stuff like that. So I think it got, just got to a point that maybe I just, I was just looking looking for something else and... Yeah, and I was like, I think that I, you know, we need to do this together and I want to get to see what you're seeing and mm -hmm. experience it together because it's, yeah. I feel I felt like I was being left out and missing out on what he was experiencing. Um, yeah, so I think the next year he booked us flights to go to Montana. On an elk hunt. I mean, come not, on, Montana. Not, I know, I know. And I, yeah. He's pulling out the big guns yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's very sweet. And I just, I'm, I mean, I was just going along to just follow along. Like, mm -hmm. not, I just want to see. Yeah, I just want to see what this, this is all about. And I, um, and because he's so successful, I just thought, oh, day one, we'll just <laughs> walk in. He'll just shoot it, and then we can just enjoy the time there yeah. and just that's do whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Shoot it. I mean, well, that's what I figured. I'm just like, you know, but and because I've never experienced hunting with him or any kind of hunting, um, I just, yeah, I just assumed that that's what it was, and he, it wasn't. I was like. Oh, oh, it's hard. <laughs> and like we were doing, you know, 15 miles a day, sometimes more. And um, yeah, 
it was tough. I think I saw three elk in like a couple days, like three days or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, but they, you know, he 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 really likes, um, you know, a mature yeah. bull, and yeah. So it, and I'm I'm just like learning all that as we go. I'm like, what's wrong with that one? And he's <laughs> like, it's young. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it was it was definitely. A very cool eye-opening experience and for the most part I actually really didn't like it because <laughs> it was hard yeah but it's I think not like that a nice like trip out nature walk no yeah um, but it was I think I just fell in love with being outside of what I was used to and I was like I can do stuff if I actually mm -hmm push myself to do it and push myself outside of what I'm used to and I and they're the best memories that I've had so well, I mean, that's how often, kind of how yeah. I got into it so it was just a progression I mean how often have you heard somebody say with something like that like looking at a backcountry hunt oh I can't I couldn't go out there and do that or spend that much time out there I, I have friends that, that complain when they have to poop in the woods. That's That scares them. Oh, uh, yeah. Let alone, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're asking about well, this and that Well, because it's so foreign. People are oh, so yeah. scared of doing stuff that they're not used to doing. So once you push past that, you actually crave doing stuff mm -hmm. that you're not used to doing. Well, you never, you're, if you never push yourself to your limits beyond you try and push beyond your limits you're never going to actually know what your limits are what you're literally ca legitimately capable of and you're i feel like you're not going to grow as a person mm -hmm. and um be happy within your life if you're not growing you're just a stagnant person just floating through just doing doing whatever means to you know just satisfy that and not not living life i guess yeah. like it like, yeah, I mean, everyone lives life, but to experience it the way I think that people could get out of it, yeah. So... Well, there, you're, you miss so much fullness and so much variety out of life when you're just, you stay in your lane the whole time, when you don't branch out. And I mean, I've always been one of those people, like, if I see someone doing something, like, I want to learn how to do it. I know. I'm so curious it about doesn't matter a if lot it's of things. Shooting a bow or crocheting. I know. Like, I'll roll out. I made some. Well, that's a I've stretch. made some dang good blankets. <laughs> I made some good blankets really? in this life. Yeah. Really? Shut up. I'm dead serious. Really? <laughs> it, it also may have had to do with all the really attractive girls that went to my college that had a crocheting group. But wow. I, uh, were they lesbians, though? No. <laughs> none of them were. My buddies used to make fun of me. They're like, oh, you're crocheting. Uh. Yeah. And then one time they walked by and saw me sitting in the middle of, like, six very attractive young ladies. And, right. And, and they're they, all just like, you the man. They're like, oh, we get it now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. But, no, it's just learning how to do stuff. And it's there's a sense of accomplishment that there's a sense of self-sufficiency in that. Even if it is silly, like, little stuff. Yeah. But it's like... Oh, it's I can true. change out a light switch if I need to. Yeah, you know, it's, and yeah. I don't need to call an electrician for something simple or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Um, there's a huge sense of self-sufficiency in that. But. Yeah, I think so. And, yeah, I feel really happy with myself when, um, you know, I rely on a man and, Adam, <laughs> well, Adam, to do things. If I can't, if I'm just like, oh, I want to, like, move that a wardrobe into that room and do this and that mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And then I'm just like, Oh, I really need Adam. He usually does all that sort of stuff. But then if I just attempt it and I accomplish yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> no, I don't a, need him. It's a well, great feeling. Yeah. Like the smallest stuff in the world. Like if you get a sense of accomplishment from that, it makes your day instantly. Exactly. Better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you got you got the kids. Uh, how many? Yes. How many kids? Three. Three. What? Yeah. Are, how old? How old? So Hunter, our eldest, he is Hunter. Hmm. Yeah. Why? why it's surprise on <gasps> okay, that. Okay. So that's actually a story in itself because a lot of people think, oh, you know, Adam's a hunter. That's why okay. you you've named your son Hunter, and I'm like, no, no. I had that name picked out before even my husband. Oh, funny. Yeah. I So I lived in Dallas, Texas when I was 16 till I was 18. And my little sister went to school, like elementary school, 
um, with a boy named Hunter and she was friends with him and I was like, I love that name. That's amazing. <laughs> and I just earmarked that for the future that if I have a son, his name will be Hunter. Uh, okay. And it just is a massive coincidence that my husband is a hunter. So you, I mean, you have to get that all the time, though. I Everyone do. Is like, I oh, do. Hunter, and, of and he does as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, he's fourteen and a half, and then our other son Noah, he's eleven and a half, and then Aaliyah is nine and a half. Yeah. So how are they with the whole hunting and the outdoors and? Yeah, they're cool. Like they're fine with it, and. I think Aaliyah is probably the most curious. Yeah. Um, but they're all so different with different personalities. And, um, yeah, so just predicting the future a little bit of what they're like as people. Um, if I was to pick one of them to be in the outdoors and kind of following the green tree path, it would be my daughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, she has an affinity with animals more than the boys. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I think she's more likely to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. Though. And like um, our eldest hunter, he's more into city things. And yeah. like we're staying in an Airbnb at the moment. And it's like an old sort of kind of apartment like two bedroom sort of thing he's like oh yeah this and because we're <laughs> right in the city he's like yeah when I get older you know this would this would suit me and I was like oh, okay um, well you're talking to a guy who like my whole life plan was to drive the roadster the little two-seat convertible roadster oh uh, yeah 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 to wear my suits to live in a, a, a high-rise apartment uh -huh. and be in the middle of the city my, my parents used to tell me all the time they're like you'll You'll want to get out of the city when you're older. Trust me. And I laughed at him. And <laughs> and now I'm like sitting there. Tell my here son like, that. <laughs> he doesn't believe me. I'm like, dude, I've got age on you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. And I'm like, you can apologize to me when you're 25. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're, as you get older and you mature, your values change a lot. And yes. you, you start valuing different things. And, you know, when you're like, even when I was in my twi early 20s, that's when I was. It wasn't until maybe, I think, five to seven years ago that I started getting into any of this. Right. Like even just any interest. Yeah. And, well, um, we're very similar yeah. in that aspect. Yeah. And so like my early 20s, uh, even, I mean, honestly, through my late 20s, I, uh, I just had no interest. Like, I, you know, I love going camping. And like yeah. I grew up, same kind of thing. Right. We'd go camping, but we'd like rent a cabin. Or yeah. it would be like campsite, you know, yeah. camping. And, you know, we'd have fun, but it was like the – it was like we were on holiday. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that was a little British, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was. was. More British than I can't I can't do an Australian accent to save my life. Really? I struggle with it. You're I, very it always, good with it the always Irish. turns into British or Irish, that's the oh, thing. Oh, okay. See if I'm pretending to be an American speaking Australian, I do a British accent. Because funny. To me, you guys sound British, <laughs> not Australian. So it or yeah, so I'm just like, oh, in Australia, like that's how I imagine you guys say it. it to be honest, that is accent. kind of how we yeah. how we screw it up. So. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's funny. neat. That uh, yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how they come up. And um, I just hope I don't know. I just always worry because today is so different to how like you and I grew up mm -hmm. back in like well I don't even know how old you are. I think you, <laughs> that you're younger than me. I'm assuming. Um, but you know, I grew up with the original Nintendo. <laughs> yep. And I still have my original one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I still have the the continue codes written on top of oh, it in pencil. Oh my gosh. From, that's uh, awesome. From some from of the, my old like games. the 80s and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like it's just a different time. It's a different era with um, social media and the internet. Yeah, it's scary. I'm I like it's it's scary. And, you know, my son thinks that um, socializing on online games is, that's socializing. That's yeah. hanging out with my friends. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a different, it is being social. It's completely mm -hmm. different kind of socialization. Um, whereas you might not know how to interact with people in a face-to-face -face situation. So, yeah. It's it's one of those interesting things, like, I I grew up with a computer. Like we yeah. had, I mean, it was an old 
Tandy computer where you had to type in commands to yeah, get anything same. to work before yeah, Windows. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up with one, and I yeah. played games on it. You know, grew yeah. up with the Nintendo. Yeah. But I would go out and we'd, you know, hit each other with sticks and, yeah. like, yeah. joust yeah. with broomsticks yeah, we, on we our bikes did and all, stuff like that. We did all that as well um, and just played make-believe and ran around the neighborhood and did all that fun cool stuff because we didn't like we had games but not to the extent of today's kids yeah that's for sure i mean like it was a it was a a long day if you tried to play through mario like the whole the whole thing because you couldn't quit the games no you couldn't quit the games you turn it off you see i wasn't even allowed on the games i had to watch my older brother oh because i wasn't good enough to play oh yeah i know that's that's rough yeah it was it was (laughs) but um yeah and everything was always a competition he's 18 months older than me he's like oh i bet you i could i could do this and i can do that one i got i had him one time one time (laughs) when i was how old was i um, I can't even remember, but it was like, um, my, it was back in Australia and my parents bought like a ski boat, like a boat. And, um, I got up on skis before he did. And I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah. But I, I'm just, I was brought up very competitive in a very competitive house and very argumentative and. That's why I'm, uh, like, you would probably notice on social media that I can be a little bit feisty sometimes, (laughs) whereas Adam just lets it go. He's like, why do you do that? I'm like, I can't help it. I'm just like, they're talking shit, and I'll just give it straight back to them. He's like, that's what they want. And I'm like, ah, well, they won then. (laughs) It's tough. That's a... That's a lesson I learned because, you know, we were talking about my elk hunt uh, yes, yeah, earlier. earlier. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, we're sitting here in the Mountain Ops booth and um, yeah. I, uh, I made the cardinal sin of wearing a Mountain Ops hat. In what? I mean, in your elk hunt? Yeah. So? Well, Why? I mean, you know, there's, there's the whole contingent out there that is literally just anybody that is whatsoever affiliated with Mountain Ops, it is their sole vendetta to, to put them down. And I'm, I'm like, I, I don't understand people like that. And I don't. You know, either. this was this was at the very beginning when I was just kind of figuring out what's how this what? whole industry yeah. thing works and what's what. So, and so I started start responding to people. Hunting, like, kind of when Instagram was like taken off. Or? I started. I went on my first elk hunt two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I start. I picked up my first bow. Well, my first compound bow. I had a one growing up as a kid. But, oh, like a recurve or something? Uh, like a little youth oh, recurve okay. bow that I love yeah. to shoot. Um, yeah. I should have seen the signs back then. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, you know, I picked up my first compound bow three years ago. And okay. I'm like, I just want to start like hunting, so I figured it out. legit on the same timeline. Yeah. So I went on my first proper hunt not quite two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I had my bow. I had my bow nearly a year before I ever actually used it. Um, yeah, so sort of the same yeah. same scenario. So tell yeah. me about that first hunt. My uh, so so what what was my it for? Actual, it was for fallow deer in okay. New South Wales, and we have a property about two and a half hours from our home in Newcastle, and sort of like inland up in the mountains, and it was our rut is um, around Easter. And the kids go on school break at Easter for like two and a half weeks. Okay. And so we just, I just said, Easter hunter, I mean, Adam, (laughs) be ready for me to be a hunter. No. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm just like, no, when the rut's on. You kind of made the decision. You're like, okay, this is the year. This This is is the season. I want it. This is when it's going to happen. awesome. Yeah. So I think it was around early April. And uh, we were up at our property for, I think, about a week. And, yeah, every morning, every afternoon, going out. (laughs) And it's weird because even though the rut was good, I was learning very quickly. Again, I'm going in thinking, oh, Adam's right by me. He could call him in. This is going to be easy. And, you know, they're plentiful. Um, I'm not picky. I just want the experience. And, um, yeah, it was still hard. So it was like on the last morning and I was like, I've got to be back at 8 o'clock because I'm leaving. I've got an appointment back back at home. 
And I'm like, I've got to be back at eight o'clock. And it was, yeah, it was, we were actually walking back to the cabin and I was picking flowers. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, I'm like, oh, it's over. It's cool. And I was cool with that. I appreciated the experience and everything that I learned. Um, but I was like, oh, okay, it's over now. And I was picking flowers and Adam's like, there's a buck up there. There's a buck up there. And I was like, oh, and I just like let go of the flowers <laughs> and he started calling it in. Um, he was curious, but it's not like he was running in. And so he was just, you know, kind of sussing it out. And like, I was just still just nothing behind me. I was just standing in the, in the middle of the bush and uh, this wallaby um, cut, jumps down and I was like, I can't believe that this is happening. I'm like, if this wallaby is coming down and doesn't smell us yeah. or see us and I'm out in the open, then that buck might be led into like a false sense of security that because yeah. our kangaroos and wallabies they spook all the deer usually because they all see us first okay and then they'll hop away because there's so many of them and then the deer will be like what what what's going on oh okay we're running okay yeah. bye <laughs> um yeah so it sucks but uh it's yeah there's something about the fact that it is so hard and um that it just makes you want it more and yeah so this buck ended up coming in and um it just all happened really really quickly and i wasn't even focusing on the animal because i was past it i was just like i just want a good shot just give me a good shot mm -hmm. and so i was very technical about it and just thinking am i doing this i'm pulling back i'm putting the pins on it so i'm not really thinking this is an actual live animal i'm about to kill yeah. it um, and then, yeah, so I put my, I think, 20-yard pin on him and let it go. And um, he ran. I thought I missed him because it just, I didn't see the arrow hit. It was just like mm -hmm. he just started running. And I was like, oh, I missed him. And I was like, you hit him. <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, I missed him. And Adam's like, he's doing the death run. And I'm like, what the f*** is a death run? I had no idea. I, I'd never seen anything. I'd never even seen him kill anything. And I started saying to him before I shot him, I'm like, dude, maybe I should just actually watch you and see you kill something mm -hmm. so I know what to expect, what's going to happen. He's like, no, no, you'll be right. You'll be right. And yeah, so I, I, I had no idea what a death run was or anything like that. And he literally died within like four seconds or five seconds. So he ran up and then he was like jolting. And then, cause we could see up on the side of the hill and then he just fell over. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what just happened? And Adam was, he's so sweet. He's such a sweetheart. Um, and he's cool with that because he shows a lot of his vulnerability with, me and the kids and stuff like that and he got a little bit emotional and got a bit teary and I was just like I was just in shock I just I'm just like did I just do that I can't believe that I just did that um yeah so that was my first experience that's yeah. awesome that's so funny because it's, it's super similar to I took my first deer here this last August okay and very similar thing it was like last day we we're kind of on our way out and we spotted spotted one it was just all set up perfectly. Mm -hmm. I, the wind was great. Put put on the stock and plugged it. Same kind of thing. It just kind of ran. It dropped. Like I wasn't sure. I'm like, did I hit it? It sounded like I hit it. I think I hit it. Um, and, my, and my buddy Wait, Mason. Oh, so you were with? Oh, you were yeah, with Mason. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was uh, uh, ranging for me. Oh, cool. And I uh, I was like so focused on the stock, putting it on like, because we spun him on this hillside and uh, as we were like on a trail heading out. And so we parked, and we kind of made the stock in, and I just kept going. I was so focused on the stock that, like, he's like, you're within your shooting range. He's like, why are you, why are you still walking? <laughs> like, oh, he's like, stop, stop, stop. And I'm yeah. like, he's like, okay, you're 50 now. Shooting yeah. near. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so it was just it was a really cool thing. And, like, it's one of those interesting things that you'd never know. Like, you think, like, okay, I think I can do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it when I'm actually drawn on it. Yeah. And, I remember the first time uh, when I was out with Jess in Texas. Oh, okay, cool. Um, 
uh, you know, she and Braxton. I were love her too. I love him too. <laughs> they are They're like my faves. Two of my favorite people in this world. Like they are the most genuine, nice, mm-hmm. caring, loving people. And I watching the two of them together is the most fun. Yeah. I have ever had. Just yeah. watching how they interact. Yeah. Um, is just is just the greatest thing. But, uh, you know, that was really my first time. Like I, I think I'd drawn on a deer before from a tree stand, but it was like. It was one of those things where it was like 70 yards away or something. I just kind of drew on it to draw on it to, yeah. for the feeling. Oh, and okay, so yeah. Hunting hogs with them. This was my first time, like, legitimately drawing on an animal and, like, to the, in, within range to shoot it. And, yeah. Um, didn't work out so well, but mm. uh, learned a lot on Pigs that trip. Pigs are strangely hard. Well, I find that it's any any The anticipation anything. up to it, I feel like, is the worst part. But then when you're actually in the moment, you're just yeah, you're yeah. going through the motions. It's it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a crazy thing. But see, sometimes Adam will rush me, and he'll be like, "Take the shot, take the shot," and I'm like, "It's too." He's like, "Pull back, take the shot," and it's too rushed, mm-hmm. and I don't like that pressure. I'm just like, if I if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I need to actually do start to be able to do stuff on my own mm-hmm. now. And, you know, I don't tell him how to do it. But, you know, <laughs> as, like as a student, I'm starting to sort of yeah. peel away a little bit and let me just do it at my own time and face whatever happens, happens. Um, and that's what I think I loved about um, whitetail hunting because that's legit the first ex- hunting experiences that I've had by myself. Without okay. him whispering in my ear, when to pull back? What range is it? Yeah, that's a that's a shooter. You should do mm-hmm. like I'm just purely by myself, and um, yeah, and that's why I don't know. Just every every sort of hunt is different, and but that will always be very special with me because I did it on my own. <laughs> That's so cool because it's, you know, you need that time with someone else that knows what they're doing. Oh, to of really course. To just pick pick up the basics to, and what you're doing. Even even when you're, you know, if you if you take in the mindset, you're like, okay, I know I'm going to fail at times, uh, and, but I'm going to learn from them. Exactly. When you're, when you're alone, there's only so much you can even learn from that subject because yeah. you're like, okay, I think I'm doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't even know enough to know what you're doing wrong. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, regardless of what you do, it's important to have that person. But then, same kind of thing we were talking about earlier, being able to challenge yourself and, and put into practice what you have learned and, exactly. and see how much you actually have picked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it's super pretty cool. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it was very cool. So I can't believe that we're nearly, nearly time to go home. Yeah, you guys have been down here uh, for a little, little bit. A little bit, yeah. I like. I'm nearly nervous to go home because it seems so far out of my reach because I've been here for so long. This so is I'm the like, new reality. Yes, exactly. This is our new normal. So yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely. I. I mean, I've been homesick for ages. I just try not to think about it. Otherwise, I just get too upset. But, like, don't get me wrong. Like, even though that I'm homesick at the same time, I've still loved every minute of this. So, yeah. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So, um, Adam, yes. what, is it, uh, what is it like? Because he's gotten a little bit of notoriety recently. With what? <laughs> <laughs> with just, the bison or with just in general? He's... Uh, He's kind of just blown up over the past uh, couple of years. Couple of years. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say so. I think the pinnacle would have been uh, the grizzly bear situation in Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, that. Yeah, that kind of. I guess, like you know, he's 
slow. He's been hunting for like, bow hunting for like twenty years. Yeah. And um, yeah, so and he's just lived and breathed it, like, and whenever chance whatever chance he gets he's hunting like we're very fortunate to live in australia and be able to hunt every day of the year if we want mm -hmm. so he has like a lot of experience with because he just does it all the time yeah um and yeah so he went on that backcountry he just gets something in his head. He's like, this is what I'm doing. Kind of like what you, what <laughs> your first hunt, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waking up today and this is what I'm doing. But yeah, he gets those same, same things. And he's legit like, no quit, no quit. He's not quitting. And even when he called me from Colorado, he's like 20 something days, saw like one bull day one or whatever and couldn't, couldn't find any more. Um, he's like, you know, I don't want to go into Montana because um, he he just knows that area and that it's prone to grizzly bears and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, well, don't go, just come home. And he's like, mm, yeah. So and the, he ended up just doing. He does what he does, and <laughs> I'm just like, okay, just don't die, okay, <laughs> please. Um, yeah. So it's just he's always been very extreme yeah and he says that he takes in you know risk management now and i'm <laughs> like where was the risk management with new zealand when he was in new zealand hunting tar like in the wind i think it was winter yeah and he nearly died Jeez. like off the a cliff and i'm like and he's like yeah i don't mean to be in those situations it just happens and i'm like Ugh. I had a really, really bad feeling about that trip, and I didn't even want him to go. But yeah. So how how have things changed uh, for you guys um, just with this, I guess, newfound notoriety? Um, have you have you seen things change at all, or not with us and our relationship? But it's changed our lives a little bit because. Uh, it's just, I just find it hard to trust people and like, like not so much with me. I, I worry about him because he's so nice and so giving and I don't want people to take advantage of him. And, um, and th yeah. And I just feel like, are you just being nice to him because like you're a sponsor and you're paid to mm -hmm. to be nice, or like or it's are you hard. To get something yeah, yeah. Or, or even even with like just people, just whoever wants to sort of have a piece of him, sort of thing. I'm like, is that legit, or is it because you want something from us? Do you know what I mean? It yeah. sounds so cliche and silly, but you just can't help but to think those thoughts. Um, I mean, but, but I it's true. It's I, a genuine thought, and it happens. Yeah. Is people yeah. there are, I mean, I like to think that the majority of the people, you know, just uh, in cool. this room are, yeah, are yeah. cool people. Yeah. They're hunters. They're just genuine people and they just yeah. love what they're doing. Exactly. But, you know, but we both some know people not are everyone. different and they have ulterior motives and, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I myself personally, I cannot wrap my brain around people like that because. I don't become friends with people to get something from mm -hmm. them. I, I like their friendship. I like who they are. I would never try and be like, oh, I'm only friends with blah, 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 because, you know, she works at Mountain Ops or, and she can get me, get me in or get me on these hunts and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not like that. I, I couldn't give a f if, if it came down to choosing between what I like to do and a person. And if I like that person, it's always the person. I'm mm -hmm. not going to pick that for my own selfish reasons. I'm just, I'm just not like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's so it's just yeah. We're ju we're just trying to feel it out and see and see what happens and yeah, I don't know. But I think for the most part, like I can read people pretty well. So um, yeah, I think that who we generally surround ourselves with are good, positive 
people. Yeah. So, yeah. And in this, like, don't get me wrong, like, in this industry, like, I can't believe the amazing people that we've oh, met. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Jess and Braxton and Rihanna and even, like, Jordan Harveston and Cole Kramer over there and um, just all the gritty, like, all these amazing, super cool, super nice people. And they're, like, our kind of people. They would do anything for you. They would give you the shirt off their back. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, yeah, that's what how who we like to be with. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those amazing things. It's like I came into this... Uh, I kind of met all these people from the opposite end end of things mm -hmm. where I was the guy that it, it was generally, I'm not trying to say they did this, but like I was the guy that should have rightly been met with suspicion. I'm right. some yeah. random, random City dude with guy. a, a, a <laughs> microphone saying, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you know, I, and so many of these guys were super generous and you know, I talked with Trevor and, and, mm -hmm. Uh, have developed an incredible friendship with him. Yeah. He's uh, one of the most genuine guys in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember the first time I met Brian, uh, was, I was such a fanboy. Oh, really? Too. Oh, my gosh. I I just, I... When was I did, it? I was just verbal diarrhea. Like, oh, it right. Was, it was at, uh, it was uh, the sub-Alpine launch event that uh, uh, Black Ovis was doing um, at their headquarters. Okay. And... So there's some mount. Uh, they were doing like a gritty hike, and Corey Jacobson was there, and so there was like this whole whole thing. And I kind of I flew out from California. I'm like, this looks like a cool weekend. Like, exactly. You know, it's yeah. Seventy five bucks to get a ticket from LAX at the yeah, time. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I showed up, and like I didn't know who all was going to be there, but I was like standing in the taco line. All of a sudden, Brian turns around. He's like, Oh, hey, I'm Brian. I'm like, <laughs> I, I like went full on like fanboy oh my gosh which is, is so funny to me because i uh, i think i've talked about this before but like i grew up i grew up in southern california i lived in hollywood for the longest time i, mm -hmm. I mean i would see celebrities on fairly regular basis right just at the grocery store yeah and i wouldn't i don't it's care like in whatever edge. yeah but like i meet someone like brian or cam or you know i mean any of these hundreds of awesome people that i've and i i just have to like kind of collect myself for a minute yeah sometime. yeah 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 just because I, I admire them so yeah, much yeah i think that it's like um it's a trip out like i get tripped out because i've never really been into people like celebrities and like once upon a time i'll you know mm -hmm. watch the kardashians or whatever bull was going on <laughs> and you kind of get caught up in in their lives and stuff like that. And then I was just like, oh, I just don't have time for this crap. And, you know, I just want to do my thing and do whatever yeah. whatever that is. So I don't really care. But, um, yeah, so, I like, it's not like, you know, I love Jennifer Aniston. I don't follow her on Instagram <laughs> because she's doing her life. That's cool and whatever. And I'll watch her movies. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's really weird that when people are like, oh, my God, you're so inspiring and watching everything that I do, I'm just like, <laughs> what? I, like, I just don't get it. And, like, and even you got people asking you to, like, do a quick video because uh, their friends are so inspired by oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's – it's weird. That's <laughs> weird. I'm just like, dude, I'm just, I'm, I'm just me and I'm just doing what I like just like everyone else. Well, so. I think that's what people see and that's what people are drawn to. Right. Um, is, you know, I don't think we give people enough credit for their discernment. Like, okay. People, people can smell bullshit from a mile away. Right. And, you know, I think, I don't think we give people enough credit for being able to do that. Like, we think, okay, you know, everyone, so many people get so concerned about, like, oh, this person uh -uh. Is, is not genuine and they're going to be fooling all these people into... Oh, okay. Into I'm like, no, yeah. they're not. They're going to... People are going to see them for what they are, so don't make it your job to save the hunting industry or yeah, whatever. But yeah, Just, yeah. you know, focus no, well, on yourself and what yeah. you're doing and people gravitate towards I'm you. I'm not... Well, both Adam and I, we're just like, oh, like, like us or don't like us, that's cool. <laughs> but we're just who we are. And so what you see is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no there's no pretending or scripted stuff or oh you know I'm gonna do this and get some likes and stuff like that. No, I don't <laughs> give a shit. I'll post whatever I want to post. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, so I was I was listening just recently to your podcast with Brad from Go, Oh, uh, okay, Native. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad, Brad's that a good was buddy. a fun podcast, but it was really, really hard with the. And I think I spoke to you about it. I yeah. I prefer to do a face to face because it's easier to um, just go back and forth yeah. rather than skyping from two different countries and there's a lag time and oh we cut out and mm. blah 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 so it's hard yeah i did one uh, recently with uh, with your good friend rachel carey oh i love we had, her we had so much fun chatting but yeah. it's definitely like i've done i've done one or two where it's been over the pond a little bit and mm-hmm. uh it it can be a struggle because it's even when the connection's good there's a delay and yeah and stuff yeah. but but yeah, I, I bring that up because I remember you saying something about uh, Adam always posting pictures of you in the morning or something when you're just like rolling around <laughs> or like suddenly you're All on, the, on time. the story. <laughs> All the time. And I've just like at the beginning, I was just like, why did you post that? It's disgusting. <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh, I hate that photo, but whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just over it. I'm like, it is, it is what it is. I'm not like, you know, I'm just like. That's the way I look. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so what's next? What, uh, what, what do we expect from Kimmy this year? Oh, it's, uh, it's exciting. I'm excited because, well, I like to know what's going to happen, but at the same time, I, I'm excited for different things to happen. Um, mainly hunting. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been bitten pretty, pretty good. Um, so you know how Adam used to like he would go on his alone hunts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. So I get super jealous now and I'm like, oh, where are you going? No, I'm going to. And so, <laughs> you know, I want I want to, like, I love it as much as he does now. And it's just cool that we can share that together. So this Well, year- here's a question for you then. Okay. Um, what would you say, uh, what, what advice or recommendations would you have for, say, uh, the girlfriend or the wife that's kind of like... You know, I'm kind of interested in this. Um, well, I would just or tell even maybe them. even maybe the guy that that wants to get his Okay, so his I do get asked this quite a lot like, "Oh, I want to get my girlfriend into hunting and the outdoors and or um but I have I also get my wife just started getting into hunting and which is super cool and that's awesome. But what I would say to guys um wanting their partners to get into it I'm just I would or wouldn't push it Adam's never pushed it on me it was all me asking him mm. so if a girl's interested tell tell your man <laughs> <laughs> that that you're interested and you want him to take you out and show you what it's about and stuff like that and if you're anything if you are interested you will get bitten and you know <laughs> it'll it'll um, take over your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and uh, with the guy thing, if they want their partner to get into it, I would just say, just don't push it. Just you know, let like if they love you enough to be curious enough to want to spend time with you, and they are kind of interested in the greater world, they'll get there. Yeah. So yeah, and they'll start asking questions and. It'll happen. But, you know, it was 17 years before I became oh. interested. So, yeah. Well, you had, a, you had a long way to come from the city, too. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, uh, yeah. it was a, it's a bit further of a journey than some, some people are making. Exactly, so. exactly. It takes a little bit more And time. most, you know, most people, like, in this industry are very different from you and I because they've been, like, brought up mm-hmm. in the industry or their dad took them out from a really young age and stuff like that. Well, and Adam's different as well because he's completely self-taught. Like really? His dad, like he lived on properties and stuff like that when he was young, um, but they more sort of used rifles for, for like culling, like property control of pigs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't really like, his, he didn't think of that as hunting, yeah. so to speak. It was just more management oh, of the, the pigs land. Are getting into the crop yeah, gonna, yeah, exactly. Scare them off or kill a few of them. Yeah, and get, them, get them out of there. Kind yeah. Of thing. No. So that's what how he was kind of brought up, and in the city as well. And 
He went to a, like a pawn shop. Is that what you call it? Yeah. You guys? Yeah. How do you say it? Pawn shop. Pawn shop. I, I can't pawn. say it without pawn it shop. saying like pawn. Pawn. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, he went, he went to one of them and he saw a compound bow up and he was like, what's that? <laughs> and they said, oh, that's a compound bow. And he was like, well, can I trade in this and get that? And they said, yeah. And nice. so, and he taught himself how to do it and took himself out and met a few people along the way and. There's just there's yeah. something about bow hunting. Like, yeah, so he was just hooked. Uh, he started at 17. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how old were y'all when when you two met? Uh, okay, I'm older than Adam. <laughs> uh, only by a year. You cradle robber. I you. know. Oh. I know. I'm such a cougar. <laughs> um, uh, he was 19 and I was 20 when we met. Okay. So this. So I mean, he'd only been hunting not that long. No, not that long. Yeah, but I could tell that he was obsessed with it mm-hmm. straight away. Like the day after our first date, I went over to his house and he's like, "This is my hunting album," and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I'm like, back "Oh, so Instagram. it's actually this is yeah." And it's like, "How do I like this?" <laughs> <laughs> you just say you like the I, photo. I like this photo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so when I was, he was showing me through his um, hunting photo album, I was like, oh, so you actually, it wasn't just a passing comment that you do this, you actually do do this. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. This is not a hobby, like, this is a lifestyle. Why here. does there have to be blood in the photo? Like, I was very, when we got our first, um, he the first taxidermed um, thing that we ever got was, uh, goat that he shot, like a wild goat in okay. Australia. Um, and he put it up over our dining room table and I was like, <laughs> not happy, not I've happy. Died. And yeah, so I was always very adverse to all the heads and everything like that. I'm like, it looks ugly. I don't want it. I don't <laughs> like it. And now I'm just like, ooh, that'd be a good skin. <laughs> I love it. Can we can we hang this over the back of the couch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a buffalo skull behind our nice, couch. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Now yeah. we've just integrated into um, it in, into our life more. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I love I I do I love hearing your story because I I didn't know a ton of that. Like I knew you didn't have a full background in hunting, but it's it's neat hearing someone else with. I've had a, a a handful, you know, I could probably count them on one hand, the number of people that don't have that, uh, that I've interviewed that don't have that right. traditional um, upbringing. In upbringing the that's like, oh, yeah, you know, I hunted with my dad on the, the yeah. you know, he'd take on me out grandpa, and we'd go hunt whitetail yeah, yeah, and this and that. Yeah. And, um, so talking with with someone, it's it's just, it's a cool to have that different perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, think, I think you'll probably, I don't know. It just seems like more and more people like us are coming into it mm-hmm. later on in life and realizing, I guess, with social media and the platform, like the platforms of podcasts and stuff like that, it's like getting out there, reaching out to more people and then people going, oh, yeah, I really want to get my own meat. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think I think that it's um, well, becoming that's a huge more draw, mainstream ish. Sure. Not quite there, but, you know, yeah. it's getting out there. So so what would you uh, – Kimmy now, what would you tell to Kimmy that was right before she met she met Adam? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. What, 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 what because is that I was, Kimmy? Was uh, so knew? I was thinking the other day when we were um, skinning the bison, and – that's the first time I've ever like done that oh, as well. Yeah. So I was just I was doing that with Kyle Westbrook and uh, from Packed Out, who they're just awesome, awesome people, and um, and yeah. So it was Kyle, Adam, and myself. We're just going to town, and and I I go, oh my god! And they were like, what? Thinking that I cut myself yeah. or something, and I said, I cannot. Like if I had have seen me doing this like five years ago I would have been like no way there is no way that that would happen and I was like I've come a long way (laughs) into being like this is all I want to experience everything and yeah 
So. If any of my friends in college, if, if like, I had told them that, like, oh, yeah, and, uh, oh, gosh, when was I in college? Jeez. And, like, <laughs> fi- you know, 15, 20 years, you're going to, uh, you know, you're going to be the dude that's, like, driving a pickup truck, trying to pack stuff out of the backcountry, shooting a bow with all these tattoos. I was, like, I was, like, the theater kid wore- that would wear a fedora. Right. I played a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I still I still enjoy Dungeons & Dragons, <laughs> side note. Um, <laughs> it's my, my little dirty secret. But, right. uh, you know, it, no one would believe it. Like, a lot of, I, I'll reconnect with my old, a lot of my and old friends, like, and they're like, what? Holy crap, who yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah. And well, that's what I thought the first time I ever saw. Um, so I didn't see Adam kill the animal, but mm-hmm. I, he wasn't too far away from where I was. So I went yeah. out and, like, he gutted it. And, I, and I, I, that was my first time I was like, who are you? And he was just like, like, it wasn't anything. And I'm like... Oh my God! I <laughs> had no idea, and he's like just covered in blood, and he like you know how he guts it, and he like backpacks yeah, it, it and, and like turns it into a backpack or whatever. And I'm just like that, and that was like what I don't know nine years ago, I yeah. think. And I'm just like I don't even know who you are, <laughs> and I've been married to you for this whole time. Yeah, so it's trippy. I just say I did that with my first year. We, oh, cool. we gutted it, and I threw yeah, it up yeah, on my yeah. shoulders. Did you like hook in the? Uh, no, this was just grab front oh, legs, back legs, and okay. hefted up. We w- it wasn't that far, um, and uh, to get back to where uh, where we could pull up the uh, the ranger. Truck. Yeah. And so uh, we dumped out the the blood out of the body cavity. Yeah. But apparently we didn't dump out all of it. Oh yeah. Apparently there was a little pocket that we didn't know about. Oh no. So so we were kind of on a hill, and so I sat down lower on the hill, and I got yeah. the shoulders up, and I went and stood up, and yeah. as I'm standing up. We both hear this got slosh. Your oh my, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we both hear this like slosh in the cavity, and I'm too—it's too late at that point. Like I've got the momentum going, I'm getting up, and I just see uh, Mason's face, and I'm looking at him, and both of us are like, "Oh!" And just as I feel it pour like oh down my, my back and down my side, that's uh, all part of it. Oh yeah, I mean it was hilarious. Yeah. And I think I think my uh, my like Alaska guide creations like chest rig is still. The back end is still like fully stained in blood oh from it. Oh my gosh, and, um, that's crazy. It's it's kind of cool. I, now I'm like, I think I need to keep this on there for luck. Like I can't ever wash this. True. And anyway, true, I'm, I'm true. not sure how you wash yeah. a chest rig anyway, but. So people trip out with what, how yeah. you've come into it and everything like that as well. So do you have? Do you still keep in touch with? Any of like your old normal friends. people. Yeah, normal, yeah, normal people. <laughs> Mainstream Normies. people. Um, so my best friend in the whole world um, is <laughs> Adam's younger sister. Okay. So she's my best friend. Um, so we've known each other and been friends since she was, well, she was 14 when we first, um, Adam and I first met. And we weren't best friends when I first met her because I lived, Adam was her guardian. Okay. So when I moved in with Adam, it was like I kind of became like mm. her mom in a, in a sense. And so we did not get along because I was like, pick up your room. And <laughs> yeah, Who do you think I'm you just like a built-in mom, even at like 20. <laughs> I've Actually, when I was 20, I felt like I was about 35. Yeah. And just taking care of this teenager. Um, but anyway, she gr- she actually grew up to be quite quite the woman and yeah I just love her love her to death she lives in England now <laughs> and she um, she works for Verizon yeah Very so cool. I haven't seen her in a long time but yeah she's she's a good friend and yeah so she, I get like she's normal but she's sort of been she's, exposed she's been exposed to it, yeah so. and my other really good friend Rhiannon she she's she's a normal and um, she she isn't into it, but she loves who I am mm. and what I do and under supports it. I don't think she full understands it because yeah. you can't actually understand it unless you do it. So, yeah. Well, I feel like she's got to be a little bit proud of you, too, that you're like, I think she on, is. You know? I think she is. Yeah, because she just, yeah, she's like, well, you know, if the apocalypse happens. <laughs> 
we'll just stay with Kim and Adam and we'll be fine. And it's like, yep, we won't pretty even much. Notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So, as we're kind of winding down here, if somebody came up to you and said, you know, I've kind of been following you, I'm, I'm, I'm really inspired by this, I, you know, maybe the same background that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, from the city, they don't have the, the kind of background, the, the resources or, or the access that somebody else may have right but they want to get into hunting um what what words of advice or like words of wisdom would you give to that person um it's it's really hard because i've been fortunate enough like unlike adam and you where you just decided oh this is what i'm gonna do Uh, and Mm -hmm. i've been fortunate to have like a mentor like 24 7 yeah and someone to show me everything and someone super experienced as well so I'm I don't think oh this is wrong like I never think that I I don't really question him on that on that stuff because he he just knows his so well that it's just not a question so like I guess my first bit of advice is um go to an archery store and get measured up and buy a bow and then um you know, locally go to um, an archery place and try and meet people and they will be nice. I'm sure they'll be nice enough to to show you the ropes. And I think that that's just how most people would do it, I'm assuming. But, yeah. So what do there you think? Go. Do you think that that's... No, I mean, it's... I didn't do that and okay. I wish I had. Okay. Like, I wish I had kind of reached out to more people i also but started even on, late even on social media like oh, there's yeah. so many people that are just getting into it mm-hmm. and if you just find a good good group of people that you can even just throw questions out to back and forth yeah. um to find out information and stuff like that it's a generous community if you reach ask out the right questions. ask the right questions just but. don't ask where people are hunting mm-hmm. <laughs> If they want to show you, they'll take you. If they want to show you, they'll take you, but you don't ask for it. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) All right, so people wanted to follow all the shenanigans online. Where where are they where are they visiting? Uh, well, pretty much I'm an Instagram gal, so yeah, I'm just Kimmy Greentree on Instagram, but with an I, I, not an I E. That's correct. Because yeah. I keep wanting to spell it with an I E, really? and then I'm like, why can't I, I get find so her profile right now? pissed off? I'm like, <laughs> it's spelt wrong. <laughs> no, I, I just don't. like I type that in at first. I'm like, no, dude. Even when I got this, because so I'm talking about our passes to get into the Western Hunt Expo, I even wrote in the email, Kimmy Greentree. And it just says Kim Greentree. And I'm like, who the f is that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm used to people calling me Kimmy. Adam and my mom call me Kim. So that's about it. <laughs> A little awkward if somebody walks up, hey, Kim. Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh, do just, I know you? <laughs> I don't look at you and see a Kim. I, you're really? Kimmy. Oh, yay. It's, it's very like, it yeah. would be weird. It would it's feel weird formal. for me to call you. Yeah, it's too formal. It's too serious. <laughs> it's yeah. like when somebody call, comes up and calls me Samuel. I'm like, what did I do? Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but this year, um, back to that other question about what oh, yeah. is going to happen this year. Um, so I really want to go to New Zealand for the first time because I've never been. I oh, know, okay. right? Because it's right there yeah. and I've never been. And Adam goes like once to twice a year. And so this year, yeah, that's definitely in the cards. Um, especially Tar, I'm obsessed. Especially when the girls went, I was like, oh, I wish I could go. So, yeah, I really, right. really want to um, check the tar out and see what that's about. Well, so I'm going down for Audad, New Mexico after this, and apparently I just found out they have tar there. What? And they're completely unmanaged. 
What? You can go out and just hammer tar in New Mexico. They're not super, like, over, they're not, like, tons and tons everywhere. Right. But apparently you can go hunt tar How just did with they a hunting get there? license down there. That's oh, crazy. Probably the same way the Audad did. Yeah, some, yeah. Some rich, per- some yeah, rich brought person in. brought them yeah. over and then lost them. <laughs> Such, do I know that person? Sorry, I'm just waving at random people that aren't I mean, waving you, back. You know, you know. He goes. looks it's very like, familiar. <laughs> you recognize everyone, and you don't know if it's because you met him or saw him on Instagram. I know, and and then you know these people. Like on I'm gonna, Instagram t- I'm gonna be completely, completely honest. I had to ask Rihanna what your first name was because I'm like, <laughs> it's I not on my no, because yeah. I looked for it. As well, I'm like, hey, what's the living, living, um, living in the city? What's it called? Living again? country in the city. Living country in the city. It's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> um, I'm like, what's his name? And she was like, Sam. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah. So if your n- first name isn't in your Instagram handle, I don't ha- know who help people me are. Here, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Our, yeah. So apart from New Zealand, I want to go on a water buffalo hunt as well. Nice. Um, so um, it's kind of, we're just in the prelims and talking about it at the moment. Um, hopefully we'll get Cam and Rihanna out as well. So it'll be me, Adam, Cam and Rihanna. That's fun. So That's that exciting. will be very, very cool. And what else? And then elk again. Gotta hopefully. Elk. Yeah, I know. Gotta chase I know. Elk. It's such a logistical nightmare in September for us because it's my birthday, Aaliyah's birthday and Adam's birthday all in September. And, um, yeah, just planning that, planning that yeah. it's just difficult. So we'll work it out, I'm sure. There we go. Well, thank you so much for taking the Thanks time to hop on. Me. I had so much fun chatting with you. Thank you. And um, hopefully we'll get to do this again sometime yes. soon. Yeah. Drunk Definitely later like tonight. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks cool. again. Thank you. All right, y'all, that'll do it for episode 103 of Living Country in the City. Big thank you to Kimmy for taking the time out of a very busy expo to sit down with me. Y'all make sure you head on over to the show notes page at livingcountryinthecity.com slash 103. Check out links to everything we talked about in today's episode. Thank you all for listening, but until next time, keep it country, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Living Country in the City. Get show notes and check out the blog, product reviews, events, and more at livingcountryinthecity.com. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.